SEN Fridays in the top end. Live well at the Darwin Waterfront. Become a Waterfront member and live well today. Hey, Rob, we've already gone through the season preview for the Wanderers Football Club. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to this one. We're going to delve into the Palmerston Magpies. Okay, so Palmerston Magpies, this is a big one. So I think they're the most up and down side this year. Prediction, I had them finishing sixth or seventh at the start of the season. But once they recruited well, I had them high as probably third or fourth in the power rankings. It's been a a very disappointing drop-off from that perspective, guys. I thought at one stage this year they were a premiership chance, Mm. let alone top five. I thought top five was the absolute minimum when you look at early November, around that Gary Ablett time when they had him play. Um, And you're right, it's been another season of... Sort of over-promising and under-delivering a little mm. bit, I think, Raph? Yeah, definitely. And um, it was an interesting article in NT News when, um, you know, Joshy Heath words were saying we weren't far off. Mm. Uh, we're not far off. And I, when I read that, I was, uh, you know, I was a bit like, uh, hang on a bit. Look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if, you, if you're not far off with all those recruits not playing, you'd still be competitive. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't seen that since they've dropped away. So it's, it's, a, it's a hard one to read, but mm-hmm. I, I don't see that. I think they're a couple of years off. Mm. Yep. So what worked for mine was their recruits were high level um, and, and it all played at the start of the year. The team were able to get some uh, big wins wins against, you know, uh, Nycliffe, which no one would have really tipped them. And also the win against Crocs, which was later rectified. But at that point, after they beat Crocs, I was thinking top three. Yeah, they're definitely top three then. How much do you think those flying infringements derailed their season? Uh, I reckon it did a fair bit, but I think... When they play so many blokes at the start of the year that aren't going to probably be there till after, won't be there December onwards, and you get mm. this sort of outcome, don't you? That's what clubs like Nycliffe have previously said. We won't play a player unless he's going to play finals. And Palmerston... St Mary's are a bit like that Yeah, too. St Mary's, it's like... Yeah, like the top side and Waratahs are like that. Like, you don't bring all these players and then look good at the start of the year, pat each other's on the back, and then bring in 18 sides. I think they're confused whether they're in it to win it now or whether they're building for the future. I think it's... Um, like, the club has had 10 ex-AFL players play for them mm. this season, which is by far the most in the competition. And I'm not saying Palmerston are the only club that do this, but it's always a handy cop-out when you start getting smashed or plan A doesn't mm. work to start throwing in the juniors and saying, no, no, we're a young team. We look at all the kids that we're playing. Yeah, well, they played eight against St. Mary's or something, and, and it started off okay the first 10 minutes, but then we've seen how that ended, so... What didn't work was a lack of a local base. Um, they relied heavily on Southern and starting the season, wanting to play finals, and convinced they convinced them, they convinced me they were a final side. Then dropping out of all calculations. Besides their round 17 win last uh, last week, the week before, their previous win before that was round six. So mm. they went 13 weeks without a win, including the Christmas break. Yeah. That's concerning. Uh, breakout stars. Their breakout stars are all recruits. Baxter Mench, Mench was massive. The former Clahisi, Treacy, and uh, Wack. Yeah, I didn't mean it for that to rhyme, but uh, it was all positive <laughs> to the Magpies. Um, and they'll be hoping those guys return to the club. They're all pretty young. Mm. The highest bit, uh, point was the win against Nycliffe. Would have been districts, but yeah, the win against Nycliffe. The lowest point was the flying situation. Massive win against Crocs, but overturned with Palmerston having played six fly-ins. Um, the 20-goal loss to St. Mary's in round 16 is a close second, but highest point also was probably having Gary Ablett play as well. Yeah, I, I just missed that. that. Yeah. The build-up to that game was amazing. Was amazing. Um, but they really missed an opportunity to go in with a better team against St. Mary's, and they got showed up on the day, didn't they, Raf? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, 
you know, bloody Stokes, it was good to see Matty Stokes have a run too yeah. that weekend. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen Matty Stokes play for Maggie for a long, long time and he's one of the, the junior champions to come out of Magpies like the Davy boys and to see him play with Gary Abbott, that was that was massive for the club in itself. Mm. But, you know, what are you what are you trying to get out of your season? You're trying to get fans or you're trying to win footy to play finals and that, that's probably the question, I guess. Rob, Rob, a bit of a touchy one here, but I also think that a low point could be some of the instability off the field in regards to like Chris Williams, for example, seems to have yep. some form of fallout with the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a strong leader, uh, or at least he was in my time at the Darn Buffaloes, and I don't know exactly what's going on there, um, but it seems like there is a little bit of destabilisation between him. Mm-hmm. Will Eric Guthrie, perhaps their best player, will he is he an absolute certainty to stay at the club? Who knows? You know, there's where there's smoke, there's fire. With Yeah, with that, Clarkie, I'll add extra fuel to that. I think there's social media from people on their committees out of control. <laughs> like, I mean... They, I mean, they'll probably announce that they've got signed. They've got players signed in probably March, mm. uh, April. April, they'll probably announce player signings. They like they start pre-season in June, and then they don't, and then no one's there at Christmas. It's like that's you know, a strange one. But yeah, I, I think the big one just you just touched on is Williams, and you know he's he's work and the, the work he was putting in, in pre-season and getting himself right and trying to get boys along with him. Mm. Um, you know, he's he's definitely a leader that you needed to be. In your side, I know he had a bit of um, long-term injury stuff, but mm. you know what he does off the field and the way he drives the place, and to see the fallout he had with them, that was a my biggest probably disappointment for Palmerston because you know he brings so much, um, Williams. So um, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see where he ends up next year. Very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think oh, I want some input from you guys on this, guys. But next season prediction, where to next? Um, they'll need to find the balance of playing kids, playing recruits and being competitive. The club needs to set a clear direction if they are developing kids or going for finals to break that 10-year drought. I'm optimistic that if they get three of the six players that were deemed fly-ins in that Crocs game to relocate, you know, they may go up the ladder and, um, and have more people available for that, more players available for the second half of the season. Um, but I don't give much hope on that happening at the moment. Look, there's always plenty of optimism around the club. Uh, mm. The club's under-18s finished on top of the ladder, so you'd hope that a handful of those boys can become solid Premier League players in the very near future. They do have stability off the mm. field with the reappointment of Josh Heath. There were a couple of raised eyebrows with that decision, but mm. ultimately you don't want a revolving door of coaches, so Definitely. I don't see any real problem with him getting the job again for a couple of years. But I think that you can hope for a blend. I think you can get some very good recruits. Um, but... Without any doubt, you mentioned that they have a lack of a local base. So I think that core, their top sort of three or four players in the under-18s at the moment, need to be blooded. They need to play as much senior football as possible. I disagree, I agree with you, Raph. I don't think they're close. I don't think they can win a premiership next year unless mm. they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and recruit well, very well. They would have spent that this year, though. Mm. I reckon they would have spent a hundred. So I, I think it's a... Uh, I think, I'm not saying that you play just the youth or they'll mm. get smashed, but they need to start budding some more players to build that local base. Yeah, and it definitely gives you sort of a good starting point with your 18s finishing on top, um, mm. you know, and, you know, if you get all those 18 boys are buying next year and hang around and, and, and you know, that's that's where you start from, I guess, and, and instead yeah. of, like, trying to recruit 20 players. When, and the players they did recruit for, from local base for all past 30, yeah. which isn't mm. good for your future, really, but my season rating's 3 out of 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be about the same. When we uh, all thought we had them at seven, um, at the, you know, in the first couple yeah. of rounds, um, but it's definitely down to a three or two almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sort of depends on how we are doing this rating. If you set after round six or seven, their the following, their last twelve oh, weeks yeah. would be a one out of ten. But I think uh, if you're judging from last year, 
a three out of ten sounds about right. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon I could have had him um, three in the power rankings at one point after mm. the districts yeah, win. Did. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely thought if they could have all those players in the paddock, they could be a, gen- a premiership chance. But the loss to St Mary's, I thought, was almost as bad as losing the flying points. You know, everything was mm. built up uh, for the Gary Ablett game, and, and they weren't really competitive against Saints. And no. I thought it was a big opportunity for them. Mm. Plenty more to come here on Sen Fridays in the top end. Thanks to the Darwin Waterfront. Become a Waterfront member and live well today.